Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. We are here, Kundan and Ruchi, with Thirteen Tunes by Unbinary. Here we try to talk about some of the life concepts, which are applicable not only to our personal life but also professional and every facets of life. So let's see what do we have today, Ruchi. What 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 exactly is troubling you? What's happening? Decision making. Can you help me oh, with that? Oh really? I love to. What what's going on? What's troubling you so much with decision making? What do you have to decide now? Oh, multiple things. Deciding between whether to stay abroad, come back to India, uh, which career option do I settle down with? So many things, uh, so on and so forth. Yeah, a lot. Okay. <laughs> so, did did you hear people? You have to choose between. It's like always win-win. Whether you stay abroad or come to India, everybody loves to be in this situation. All right. So let's get some serious uh, about the topic. We'll talk about it and we'll come back to your story again. No ways, you're not coming back to my story again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. So what do we have today? How do you want to go? Now I, I pass the control to you. Tell me. I love to answer the questions. So let's start with the basics. Then, what is decision okay. making for you? Decision making for me. it's like everybody is the common uh, definition i would start with it's uh, it's a process of gathering information looking at from the different scenarios and then finding an option which works best for a certain objective that you are trying to achieve and uh, i think yeah that's that's what i do in my life also great and what is the significance of decision making in our lives like at different life stages because we have to take or make decisions at multiple stages as soon as we start uh, you know gaining understanding about what's happening in our life we have to take decisions at different life stages so what is the significance uh great so being from a family where i had to deal with lot of uh, so initial my teenage was uh, my family was struggling with lot of financial crisis and uh, i get to think about life very seriously since then and i had been very kind of calculative and cognitive about whatever step i was doing i think for me decision making came as a breathing okay mm-hmm. and uh, now looking forward when i started building on top of it and trying to learn so that i can talk to people and share the knowledge i think it is for everybody decision making is critical it's high very high of significance it's uh it's more of a kind of uh, the brain breathing in and out that's how we kind of take decisions many uh it could be as quick as uh, you know where to sit where to stand how to eat what to talk there a lot of decision making the body is doing for you which we are not even uh, you know aware aware of true yes correct but i think what we are talking here is the cognitive part of it uh, the awareness part of it so i think yeah uh, it's it's as i said it's very critical now coming to the known part of it where we every different stretches comes up with its own challenges even a slide so i always talk to my team and uh, to the business leaders and i always say that even though say for example if a problem or a situation has 100 variables and if one variable change keeping all the 99 same maybe your decision outcome could be completely different or maybe reverse at times so that is the beauty of uh, uh, you know having different stages different situations in life and every stage poses its own problem so i'm keeping it as general as of now once we'll start talking about mental models and framework maybe mm-hmm. i'll i'll expand a little bit more on this one but sure. highly critical very important topic indeed 
that's why this podcast <laughs> so uh coming to my next question which is what are the most common mistakes that you have observed people make uh, while decision making or um, you have taken personally yourselves that you felt that you know i i could have avoided very thoughtful question because now i'm trying to recollect as you know i do not come lot of uh, uh, you know preparation with that and i'm glad that you made the disclaimer for me because <laughs> most of the time i i i hate to present myself as an expert i try to share my experiences if that helps people nothing like it now about the decision making also what i realized was uh, there were a certain set of mistakes which i was doing and then i checked generalizing it like taking it as a hypothesis i find a lot of people were doing the similar mistakes so i'll talk about it okay was the the easiest and the first and solution which i was getting so if i had to make a decision whatever was most easily accessible to me initially i started taking up and i think that landed me to a lot of problem because that mm-hmm. was not well thought of uh, situation that was not well analyzed situation and i'm not saying that it is always wrong it's only it's it is the problem is that you haven't think through it you haven't realized all the consequences of it and it though it looks easy it might deceive you from many of the hidden risks around it so i think if yeah. being careful that okay whatever is the first solution coming uh, you should be little careful in fact in our team this is the norm that we try in our decision making meetings and discussions is that uh, whatever is the first solution team has agreed to we try to park it and we work on the second solution mm-hmm. still if we feel uh, we work on third solution if still if we feel that no one still makes sense we come to it so but that way we kind of make it a lot of risk free so that is one mistake i would ask uh, people not to try to yep. and uh, you know and then the second thing is do not get very much dominated by your own experiences or your uh, biases okay now this is a very difficult thing because these things are you know built into our personality it looks like that the whole heart and brain is giving us signal that we should do it but then it's more of only your own uh, world view yeah okay now if the decision making is something only about you if it's only affecting you i think then yes you can go ahead with that but if there is if it is affecting lot of people and if you are taking a decision for the organization or for a group or for the class i think it's again uh, i would say that you should step out of your own experiences check out with people read uh, stuff around it and then uh, make a choice that you want to go ahead with so i think i'll stick to these two as my best ones yeah i i think the second one uh, resonates a lot with me because yeah it's hard to resist you kind of take your experiences right. and your assumptions like as you said by heart and then uh, it is very difficult to challenge your own assumptions and your own biases and take a decision which is exactly opposite or which does not match with that cool right so this again we call into you know the unbinary concept here is i'm not saying that you know it's not 0% that you should not take your experiences those are in build that will come okay yes. the only thing if it is dominated by say 80% how can you reduce it to 40 50 60% so again the unbinary concept plays here uh, similarly for you know getting the first solution in hand again is not something absolute that you should not take the first solution it's more about if 100% of the time you are taking the first solution the chances the risk goes very high you know you analyze and then you say ha huh, 50% of the time i take the first solution but then i analyze i think uh, it works perfect 
Cool. So that brings me to my next question, which is uh, decision making and problem solving are often clubbed together or often used together. How are these two terms similar or different from each other? Oh, I love this question. Um, maybe you read my mind because in today's world, as in now, since last couple of years, I have been working so, so much on this one. Um, so first, a very straightforward answer is decision making is a part of the problem solving process. Okay. But what I am struggling is that most of the time, people to make a decision, they try to find that there should be a problem. That's what I am struggling most. So right. let me explain you, uh, you know, simple. So Problem statement is a bigger circle and decision making is somewhere in between or maybe not even between it's intersecting it. Yeah. Okay. So if we do a Venn diagram, then problem solving is one part of it and then decision making <laughs> yes. is the other part of it. And then there is a slight overlap. Great. Yes. So you cannot solve a problem without a decision making, but for every decision, you do not, you should, you need not to have a problem. True. That's what I'm trying to say. Because uh, uh, I have been talking to a few of my friends, like one, one, this instance, one of my NRI friend, he wants to come back and he wants to do so many things at his village level. And then I was happy with his thought and uh, uh, he decided something which is brilliant. But the problem where I was facing is that for everything, he was feeling that the things are not working at his village and he'll come and fix it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, this is not only his story is most of the time I have heard like uh, parents doing the same thing with children, um, you know, um, uh, the boss is doing with their, uh, uh, with their colleagues or maybe the employees, a lot of places this is happening is say, for example, if Ruchi wants me that I should improve something on my communication skill, right? That doesn't mean that you are telling me that my communication skill is bad. Right. Right. So now if we decide that, okay, for this podcast, we need some kind of uh, uh, a certain kind of language or certain kind of voca vocabulary to be used. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, if I resist and say that, so Ruchi, do you mean that my vocabulary is not good or, or my, <clears throat> you know, spoken language is not right? Is the major problem where I am kind of trying to clearly distinguish between problem solving and decision making? Right. Most of the time now looking at the positive aspect of the life, what I have felt is most of the time, it's not the problem. It's just this is something which is already working. You want to make it better. That's why you want to take some decisions. Right. Okay. So for example, if, if, uh, uh, you know, a parent want that my child should, you know, go to a doctor, I'm just saying I need not to that unless he is ill. It's also can be, Oh, I'm fine. He's doing pretty good. I just want to know what's happening. It could be okay. a regular checkup. So similar, yes, it could be a regular checkup. So that kind of mentality is is kind of hurting people where I have seen people complaining about most of the thing. Uh, and they then in that, what problem happen is they try to, they, have, they become very good at finding problems. Mm -hmm. And then they think that I am the one decision maker who is taking so many strong decisions to fix people. Okay. So maybe I have kind of uh, diverged a little bit from the topic. So yes, uh, first of all, to everybody, you know, these two things are very different. 
problem solving is yes something is bothering you something very specific in front of you something which is kind of uh, creating uh, or uh, obstructing you then yes decision making becomes a part of it you get all your answers around it and then you solve it many a times in day to day life we are taking decisions which is absolutely free from a problem okay mm-hmm. you go to a restaurant and somebody ask you do you want to have chinese or italian yes there is a decision making process but that's not a problem unless you really make a problem out of it that you know i hate chinese i, I hate in, italian at the back of my mind thinking of a food example only so i don't know what you you, you so, actually read my mind so great <laughs> correct so yeah that's the only thing the simple thing is yes they both are different yes they do share a component of each other decision making all together has its own skill set which helps in problem solving but the un- also uh, you know along i'm just riding on this question to give you an alert that whenever you get into such a situation try not to see everything from if you are the decision maker of your house of your school of your family try not to look everything as a problem but then mm-hmm. just appreciate that okay whatever is working is great how can i make it better and then take a decision based on that the whole world view changes great so talking about world view <laughs> how can we practice include the inclusive decision making in our daily lives uh inclusive decision making is something very interesting um it's very close to my heart the reason being uh, mm, i hate differences any kind of differences it's i i kind of feel and i have written an article also on this that i think uh, the root cause of most of our problem in humanity is because we do not like different kind of people so mm-hmm. inclusiveness is something very close to my heart now first of all one is your personality the second thing if you talk about decision making see decision making is very much situational dependent i mean it is a very situation dependent okay okay um the other thing is nobody exists solo in this world we are a system right, right. uh maybe you have decided to live alone doesn't make you solo mm-hmm. uh, maybe you have decided that i'll not get into committed relationship it doesn't make you completely cut off from the people uh maybe you have decided to go on the mountain and spend 6 uh, months totally secluded not from any habitat doesn't make you completely away from you know disassociated disassociated from the system mm-hmm. okay so what i'm trying to say is there is a system that is working around you the system could be people that system could be nature that could system could be anything yeah now when you take a decision and then you do not just consider yourself but you consider the whole system um you know as an entity which is working for you creating that climate and environment for you suddenly the inclusiveness becomes a part of it right okay and uh, there is a particular branch in management what do we call it as systems thinking mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so in systems thinking it very clearly defines that you define your universe so for example if i'm taking a decision if i'm making sure that my universe is me i do not care about anybody maybe you could uh, think only about yourself but there is a very high chances that your decision will go wrong because the time you will try to implement it and there is any kind of dependency and the dependency could be uh, you know just being in the family maybe right. your timings right okay maybe your food uh, you have decided that i want to go for a keto diet or maybe you know a protein rich diet which involves non vegetarian and your family is a vegetarian family so suddenly your decisions will fall flat right so there are lots such things where inclusiveness becomes very important now if you decide that taking the diet example if my universe is only my family because i'm not going out or i'm just uh, you know dependent on my family to get my food i think uh, 
you have to include your uh, family into your decision making mm-hmm. okay um if you are staying away if you are staying alone so there could be many such situation but right. the whole idea is first of all you have to define your universe universe is who all the people who is getting affected by your decision and then or it could be the environment it could be anything right uh, say for example you are in class and uh, if the class is getting affected you have to make sure that the class is not getting disrupted by any decisions or choices that you make mm-hmm. and this automatically once you become so thoughtful about uh, once you start identifying that system once you start understanding the systems around you i think inclusiveness becomes just an outcome it becomes a part of your decision making okay uh i don't know if i'm going a bit uh, away from the topic but then you mentioned about understanding the system could you just right. uh, elaborate a little bit more about it as to how can one understand a system around themselves right so i'll take again that example um say i i i just you know i'm in school and i feel my uh, i'm very lean all right and uh, suddenly because we are in adolescence we have this inclination towards goal goals or uh, you know any kind or maybe i'm getting bullied whatever the reason is that i feel that my body is not supporting me you know um in my social context right. so what i do i i decide that uh, i want to take a diet where i could bulk up a little bit mm-hmm. fine now when you decide this your decision cannot be alone yourself right. okay because when you go and simply tell your mom that uh, mom i want to have chicken and uh, eggs every day uh, because this is what my dietitian suggest or i have just google it out and i found it out and uh, your family is a vegetarian family okay and that's where what happens is maybe your family will resist fine so what will happen is other than being in decision you have actually created a problem for yourself mm-hmm. and in fact you have disrupted your system because for this for particular diet thing your family is a system altogether and that has been working well till the time you brought about your new decision that i want to implement right i'll take the best example let me let me jump out to the, the best example of the system is our human body mm-hmm. right in our human body there are multiple systems that is working so there is we have a skeletal system we have a muscular system we have a, a neural a, system you know, a respiratory system. system correct 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 now that all these systems what is there though they have their functionalities well defined they are working well now even these systems independently they are a system all together because they are working they are doing their work fine but they all come together to form a mega system which is a very complicated system which is a human body yeah now if any of those system fails the body fails right right so system is nothing but kind of a synchronization of certain task where lot of different elements variables are coming together and making something happen as an independent unit we call it a system and if your decision is kind of disturbing any of the variable which is not working it will create tension and when it create tension it will uh, you know it will it will reflect then you'll not feel good about it whether it is a body or your family and this is what i think has been uh, with the teenagers and with the families we have been you know listening such situations that sometimes suddenly uh, somebody decides that uh, you know i'll i'll eat non veg because i want to put some weight on uh, the family suddenly father thinks that okay Uh, we have to move the city because my job demands this now if you have not consulted your system if you have not asked every one of your family members certainly there'll be 
you know the whole system will get disturbed and there will be tension in the family and that goes on and on and on and we see this throughout in the families and the school life and the college life so yeah that's that's where i think uh, it becomes very important great so continuing or rather taking the same example if if we say that uh, say suppose you you just mentioned right now that in a family if a father or, or a mother or uh have to switch their jobs and move to a different city uh that again involves of course a decision making process at the family's end but then there is a certain time limit attached to whatever decisions that we want to take because of course uh, a job opportunity may not last for that long even if it's for right. your father or even it's for yourself so how much time should we actually devote to decision making considering that we do not overindulge in our analysis process okay um yeah very strong question <laughs> so i'm wondering how to put it very subtly and uh, so that it makes sense i think i will evaluate the risks and the impact Mm-hmm. so if the impact is something as low as it's just making a choice between food i will try to make it very quick yep. okay but if it is something which is like which course i should take whom should i marry uh, what school should i go to uh, you know if i am adopting a kid which uh, you know what kid should i adopt i think there are a lot of decisions which is which will affect you throughout your life mm-hmm. those decisions should really be well thought out and i don't think there is any uh, i won't give any time slot to it it's it's something like you do your homework you try to gather information you try to unless something is breaking i think you should give time to so you know in nutshell it's more about the kind of impact your decision is going to make decides the time and urgency okay now right. there are certain decision making like if we are working in a corporate or if we are in a school where uh, if the teacher has asked that we have to do certain project there are day to day examples you know i think that becomes easier because we have a deadline True. and the best part of brain is that if you want you can make a decision as quickly as just a blink of eye yeah. but the only point is what we are discussing here is how to make sure that we make a good decision with spending Better some decision. amount of time yeah correct So I think uh, uh, unless there is a, any certain example I would ask all of you and this again flows back to our concept of knowing self knowing oneself that unless you understand oneself uh, this is I think the episode 2 that we discussed yes. right uh, the concept of self so all these things comes together that if we understand ourselves uh, you know it becomes easier for us to analyze the risk and impact and then take those calls based on those priority great So those who have not listened to episode two, you can go back and listen to episode two, <laughs> wherein we discuss about the concept of self. Now switching back uh, to this episode, and I'll again continue with the example that you took, so that we can discuss a little bit about you know certain framework or certain parameters that one can actually take while decision making. So choosing between which career path to take is is often you know a lot of people struggle. with right maybe from school to college or maybe from college to your post graduation even after people start doing job they kind of struggle and they question themselves that is this the right decision that i've taken so um what are the parameters that one can actually you know consider in such a situation and uh, i would take your excuse because something i realized can i jump back to the 
the last question there was one more thing i think which is valuable so okay. yeah <laughs> go ahead yeah, and then i'll then i'll come back to this question sure. so one more practice that i follow i would like to share is it's a very simple uh, practice it's been taught in most of the schools is defining a matrix between urgency and importance mm-hmm. okay and then you draw something like this and then there are quadrants around like, it so why that, is, yeah it's, it's, high importance high urgency high importance low urgency and then low importance low urgency and then yeah. you know high urgency low importance so uh, there could be for example taking uh, going to an office meeting mm-hmm. could be a very important thing for me but then suddenly if your uh, uh, say tap water breaks down where it's filling up your bathroom and house it becomes urgent yeah okay and that's how so i try to plot certain times you know my tasks under these like how important and urgent and even that helps me in deciding with decision what should i prioritize and what decision should i take quicker so that was just to add on to the other conversations we did so that's an interesting now, coming, framework that people can actually adopt <laughs> yes okay now coming on to uh, your next question is about uh, Which defining like uh right I mean, career people path. i mean how can people choose better career paths and any parameters to consider because apparently yeah. a lot of people are unhappy with whatever they are doing in their lives right 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 i think uh, guys you really need to go back to our second episode <laughs> is knowing self because again i'm coming from that reference if you do not know yourself this answer might be little difficult to absorb is that do you know what you love doing okay so if you know unless you know yourself you don't so for example when uh, for my sister when she was growing up i was all about that whatever you want to do i'll support you doing it you just say that you love doing it and uh, i'll make sure that i'll fight the family there'll be no um, you know uh, nobody would be controlling that you have to be a doctor an engineer or anything like that right. but to my surprise she had no clue that what she loved she had no idea that uh, because she hadn't tried lot of thing that was mm-hmm. another thing but mm-hmm. then that gave me a perspective earlier i used to think that everybody knows what they love and they like right okay so uh, again there could be situations but i'll take one by one so if you know that what you really love doing okay mm-hmm. and the reason is because when you take something as a career uh, say for example uh, it could be as absurd as you say that i love sleeping okay mm-hmm. and then the problem is not that what you enjoy doing the problem is can you do it day in day out for you know another 30 40 years yeah. so when you take something as a career that's how it defines that whether you can take certain things as a career or not so you know defining what you love is more about coming from what gives you energy when you do it mm-hmm. okay so if the answer is yes you know it then i think there will be simpler questions to ask is do you think you can make people to pay for it okay and the third question would be uh, how many people do you think can pay it now third is not so relevant i think if you can get in today's world how the world is opening up for everything there is somebody who's trying to learn yeah. the whole world is coming together there is everybody is like uh, every talent has its own value right so if you have these first two questions done that i know what i love and there are people who is willing to pay for it i think bingo you have an answer if that for you have to fight with people or fight with your family or it's better if you can go and talk in these terms i think the family would agree more mm-hmm. because you are coming from a space which is very thoughtful okay uh, rather than just you fight across that i don't know anything i just want to do it again they they get scared so i think uh, you can resolve that also now say if you do not know what you are good at yeah or what you love doing 
okay do you know what you hate doing it most you just do not want to do it make sure at least you do not go that path or anything near that that also kind of filters out so in a multiple choice question it's not always that uh, uh, that you know, you know the, the right best answer. answer if you know right if you know you what you can go by elimination just, theory the wrong answers exactly so if you really hate something and if you can follow the leads which is like anything around it i won't even that will give you a lot of uh, kind of it save you a lot of frustration when you choose your career and then third is that you know nothing you just maybe that could be a situation and it's not something good or bad it's simply that okay this has been my experience okay i do not i'm not sure i have not explored the world so much mm-hmm. um you know uh, so what what in that case i'll do is i'll try to talk to somebody in the family whom i regard mm-hmm. somebody who i think uh, would understand me better and uh, if they suggest you something you should try doing it and career is not always about after 10th and after 12th career could be any time a lot of people i have seen like they have done engineering and then suddenly they realize that i have to play guitar yeah. a lot of engineers and you know mbas guys who are stand up comedians nowadays so you know there are different stages so first of all if you know brilliant if you do not if you even know that okay what you hate brilliant if you do not know you know just trust people that okay let's take on that career spend some time it's a journey you will realize that what exactly is something that excites you it will come eventually so i think these would be my three uh steps for people who want to choose for career cool it reminds me kind of uh, the concept of ikigai oh really uh, yeah yeah, sorry, yeah your answer your I'm... answer partly kind of uh, reminds me of that okay. for those of you Great. who want so... to check uh-huh, the so... concept of what ikigai is you can actually read there are so many books around that you can go and check it's an interesting one so which can actually help you understand what you like doing what you don't like doing what you can be paid so on and so forth And I'm flattered. I've, I, yeah, I, I've heard so much about this term. A lot of people I have seen using it. I'm pretty sure it's something very interesting, but I haven't got a chance to, you know. You've kind of figured school. out your own ikigai. Probably that's why you don't need the reference. <laughs> uh, yeah, still it will help to validate. So, but thank you, thank you to let me know. I think <laughs> I'm partially covered when you have read it. Okay. Yes. Cool. So that brings to the very last question of this episode which is what are the frameworks that uh, you have tried in your life that have helped you with decision making and you would like to share with all of us Okay now um, even though we discussed I'll take again I'll expand this question a little bit I'll talk about a little bit frames about the problem solving as well because yep. decision making does come handy when you are into problems and then we'll talk about uh, you know so if if we are covering problem solving decision making mental framework automatically gets covered okay cool. so yeah. first talking about the problem solving i think uh, there are a few things which i usually practice and most of the time it's mental experiment let's say uh, if something is there on the road or suddenly you just don't know what it is what do you do you try to just walk and go close have a look or you just walk away from the nc because it's unknown you just don't know in fact most of the problems are like that it's something unknown to us and that's why it becomes hard to figure out and that's why there are problems right. okay so what i call it the first uh, step that i do is to go a little near or go far away from the uh, problem so okay. it's more like uh, analyzing the problem well 
okay mm-hmm. getting deeper into the problem understanding what the problem is what is causing the problem what could be the root cause and then getting away from the problem it's trying to see the macro level that okay what will happen if the problem is not solved or what will happen if the problem is solved right. okay so i call it near and far i step like one step to a step and watch it clearly and then again i walk away so that is first thing that i do mm-hmm. it's near and far the second thing is by turning the table many a times i have seen that what looks like a problem to me is not actually a problem i could be the root cause of the problem okay so what i do is i turn the table i feel people who are uh, i feel they are the problem when i look from their point of view I, then i realize oh my god no it's my i am the problem and they are just the after effect of it okay? okay so that has helped me quite a lot so that is another thing that i do um is the turning the table that i say and then sustainability so if there is anything how sustainable it is So sorry the first two part was the problem solving if you get an answer towards it then i come towards solutioning of it and in the solutioning if you have figured out the first and second suddenly the solution becomes very much up, uh, i mean say automatic okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then in that solution i put a extra lens of sustainability okay okay so i think uh, doing all these things for a day to day life is uh, near and far turning the table in sustainability is the uh, the three steps that i apply So I'll take situations so for people those who are who feel that even that might get little complicated for them there is a simple uh, trick that I share with uh, people is that if you have figured out what the problem is and say there are uh, um, three or four uh, different solutions out there and uh, you don't know which which one should be more beneficial to you and which should be the right one mm-hmm. okay in that case I I simply say that uh, whatever you think you can do it for the rest or you can take it for the rest or to, you can do it longer Okay. So for example if there are three solutions if you feel like I can do it not more than 2 days this is something I can do it for weeks or this is something I can do it for years I yeah. think you should go for the one which is years because certainly that is the parameter for the sustainability okay and that is what makes any decision becomes successful even if it looks wrong at the start so that's the another quick trick one and maybe the last one this is little serious for the corporate people because i go to lot of uh, uh, business owners and i talk to them and they need documentation uh, done the validation done that okay with the scientific method you have checked your decisions okay all right so this is the uh, the third for the serious audience what i call it as an air model the mm-hmm. air stands for the assumptions impact and the risks Okay. <clears throat> so for all those things whatever the problem is there or the solutions that is coming our way i try to analyze what are the assumptions behind this solution mm-hmm. okay and what are the uh, impact it is going to have if i am going to decide my decision goes in this route and what are the risks so once you have analyzed this suddenly you get a very clear picture about the decision that you are going to make and uh, filtering out the solutions becomes easy So I think there are three different approaches. I say it for every day-to-day life. Again, I'll repeat as like near and far, turning the table and sustainability of the solution. Mm-hmm. That is one thing. If you really, really want to keep it simple, is just try to do whatever you can do it for the, know, longest the longest time period possible. Correct. That's the simplest one. And the third one for the very serious people, if you have to, you know, work on your document, you have to do real research work. You have to go out and find the reasons. Say, for example, if your company wants to invest in a particular area, and then you have to do your customer study, then you have to make sure that whatever solution anybody, your strategist is suggesting, or the marketing company is suggesting, you have to look for the air that is like the assumptions behind the decision, the impact which the decision is going to bring, and the risk. You yes. might not be hundred percent right. right but if you can if you even if you spend some time across it 
for sure, the bigger blocks would be visible to you and that will save you a lot from failing at disaster relief. Great. So those were, I guess, uh, a lot of interesting frameworks that people can actually try and use depending upon which one uh, you want to take if you want to go by the easiest method or you want to go on the difficult one. Right. I just love decision making is one of my favorite topics. I can talk hours, so that's why I keep making these frameworks which can simplify our life. And yeah, if on on that note, if anyone wants to consult for any decision making, you can feel free to bother Kundan as much as possible. <laughs> sure, yeah. So uh, yeah, for everybody, I think uh, Ruchi on your behalf, I'll talk to everybody is that we are there on Unbinary page on um, Instagram. Uh, you can reach out there you can leave a message out there if there are any questions I would be more than happy and if you can mention your situation it would be more precise for me to answer here since we are talking we are all the questions are very blanket so that's why the answer has to be blanket because we don't know the specific situation so yeah feel free to connect with us um, if we are putting this video on YouTube you can drop a comment like us and uh, we'll sure reach back to you with that, we say bye-bye to you all. Thank you so much for listening all this while and stay tuned for the next episode.